The following audio may contain coarse language and other material that may not be suitable for a younger audience. Viewer discretion is advised. Also, we may spoil anything and everything, so you have been warned. Greetings, I'm Trevor Flynn. And I'm Jack Newman, and welcome to the movie gang podcast this week uh we're gonna get real real here for a second because we're gonna look at the movie contagion <laughs> oh gotta yeah do it's it. topical we gotta do gotta it we do had it. to do it uh and god knows we didn't want to look at outbreak <laughs> oh yeah I've, I've been to that place in the jungle i've, I've seen outbreak wait you've so. been to that place in the jungle no i was just like trying to be metaphorical i i've not been oh to oh Africa yeah, yeah. That's, that's better anywhere yeah yeah that's that's better i was i was about to say it was like that's a that's a that's a hell of a trip trevor why didn't you ever tell me about that anyways uh sorry more specifically i have been to memphis <laughs> it's yeah so uh yeah contagion uh, which is uh, directed by steven soderbergh uh yeah written by scott z burns uh, starring marion cotillard matt damon lawrence fishburne jude law gwyneth paltrow kate winslet Every- brian Everybody. Yeah, Jennifer movie. L. I don't even know Sanan Latham and music by Cliff Martinez. You remember Dimitri Martin? He's in this movie. That is true. That's interesting. Every time his face comes on screen, I'm like, I'm sorry, your face is too funny for this movie. Yeah. So the basic summary is when Beth uh, Imhoff, Gwyneth Paltrow, returns to Minnesota from a Hong Kong business trip, she at she attributes the malaise she feels to jet lag. However, two days later, Beth is dead, and the doctors tell her shocked husband, Matt Damon, that they have no idea what killed her. Soon, many others uh, start to exhibit the same symptoms, and a global pandemic explodes. Doctors try to contain the lethal microbe, but society begins to collapse as a blogger fans the flames of paranoia. I also love how like essentially Jude Law is playing Gwyneth Paltrow in this movie. <laughs> I a little ironic, right? Right. I mean, as soon I I swear to God, um, because me and my girlfriend both do do not like the, the whole. I mean, does anybody like no at this goop. point who like yeah, is goop. responsible or anything? But like, um, we both were watching this. And we're like, oh, it's, God, fucking! I I hope she dies. <laughs> Spoilers. It's not, I have nothing against her, like as not a her person, personally. But like, her, but character. Like her company is her like character real bad. in the movie, and yes, would be gratifying to watch. Perhaps die if that's not too dark a statement. Um, she's not it like is, that but. bad. She's like she's like unthinking is the whole point. But I, I think the, the I think the I think. I think we identify with her less now at the time. Like we were supposed to identify with her and be like, everybody does this was like the whole point. Oh no, sorry. I meant like it would be gratifying to watch her character die because in real life she is an awful person, but otherwise, oh, yeah. yes, I, was I think there yeah, is yeah. something I will. I know I, I, the, the fact that she ends up being patient zero through no fault of her own, like it doesn't that doesn't make her terrible her character a terrible person. Although there is like maybe a kind of thing in the ending where it's sort of implied that she. Had, anyway, we'll get to that. That's that's my that's my tin hat theory. But she didn't um, respond. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that it comes with. This. I I have I have to admit we're gonna get to this eventually. But uh, 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 Maria Cotillard's uh, bit. Sorry, I always say what is it? Uh, it's, Cotillard. I Cotillard. I don't know. It's French. Yeah. We'll, we'll do our best. Yeah, yeah, Cotillard. But the point is, I I love the doctor's bit at the end. And I, and I and I love that like with the with the village and how she runs back to the village. I love I love a lot of that too. And I want to talk about I think I think this movie 
there is a lot of good things in this movie, a lot of realities that are kind of that. And it's kind of also like it's it kind of deals with the fact that we're kind of like what we're presumed to think about contagions. We're just not. And I think this I think the thing about this movie is when it was came out, like, you know, it's it's scary to go back and watch this movie because like, you know, they I feel like they push the severity of the contagion up to 11 to like make the point. Yeah. Um, but it's actually not that far from like so, what we have now are we opening with too real shit because yeah uh whenever they say oh but h1n1 wasn't actually a thing that that is that is very real um you know people saying is you know the same people that have gone out and you know bought all the groceries and all the toilet paper saying oh it's the media making a big deal of it Uh, they exaggerated swine flu it's like that was a success story (laughs) Yeah. I'm reading. I'm reading a uh, like a, a novel right now that's post-apocalyptic, and they say the same goddamn thing. It's like, but swine flu wasn't a big deal. So yeah, yeah. that's 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 a too real moment. Yeah, it's also it's also like it's almost like the era of Trump. Like you get one wrong, or it's and it's not it's not that you didn't get one wrong. You were just appropriately you were just appropriately influential to the point that it didn't turn into a disaster. And all of a sudden, everyone right. on the next one's like, well, that wasn't a big deal. We shouldn't. When the system is doing its job, you don't notice it, which is yeah. the biggest thing to say, I think, right. for me about this movie off the bat is this is a sociological movie about systems. Right. It's Steven Soderbergh, multi-narrative. Yeah. Apparently this is called Hyperlink Cinema. I haven't seen a lot of this. Uh, I, I love Ocean's Hyperlink 11, Cinema. I, it was holy, a thing that's I a saw. term. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's Wikipedia. I don't don't set too much store in it. But like Babel, if you've seen that, is the oh, closest yeah, yeah, I've yeah. seen so to this. So I, I, to be honest, the, I, I, know, I know of this term. Uh, usually I kind of define it to some extent by Quentin Tarantino is the person that yeah, I Yeah, Pulp Fiction was on the fucking right. list too, yeah, right? Yeah, and, and and I think that that's kind of the I mean, he's probably less so it, but I to some extent think he's like the originator. And I think that um, personally, I think that the sense of non sequitur, but underlying connections is the terminology that I tend to associate with this form of meeting. Like the uh, everything is interconnected in Pulp Fiction, even though it seems like it doesn't seem connected, which is the characteristic here is that I think that, you know, everything is connected and it's just narratively connected. So I don't necessarily know that I would be a comfortable associating hyperlink, the, the term, the direct terminology for a Quentin Tarantino style film with this. Do you know what I mean? Sorry. Well, if I you just, want to give it to Tarantino. Sure. I mean, I don't know, but like, that's, well, let me look at the, uh, the term. I, the, all right. The term, this is something I quickly Googled. I don't, I don't yeah. want to like, all right. I, I have a definition, a term coined by film comment in 2005. Ebert popularized the term more official, modern examples may have styled flourishes in common like captions working as cross references and split screen in an age influenced by internal uh, internet and thus a cultural multitasking uh, monkeying around with time and character backstories plot twists and interlaced and mingling plot strands between numerous characters and jumping between beginning so I think the one thing the reason I don't think is that the characterization of hyperlink cinema typically is mixed timelines and I feel like the timeline's pretty right all the way through, except for like flashbacks, don't you think? Yeah, well, yeah, it's it's straightforward. Yeah, yeah. There are. Sorry, massive I'm, not, I'm not trying to like. I'm not trying are, to catch you up on this you terminology. No, I tried to do my research. I, um, I know, no. I know. I'm just like the cinema buff in me is like that's some Tarantino shit. I don't know that I'm careful. I'm comfortable. Well, but coming think, from you, I'm tempted to think that that's like 
giving it to Tarantino solely. No, shit. yeah, yeah. So I like, mean, Three Strangers is like the thing, right? I don't know. I yeah. Don't know. Once Upon a Time in the West, Milky Way, uh, MASH is kind of there. The uh, only reason I was bringing it up was that I don't know what your experience is with films like this, if you would categorize it that way or not. But I think I just answered that question. Huh? <laughs> I think I just answered the question to you of what my thoughts on it are. I, 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 well, well, not whether yeah, you, you like it or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if it's Tarantino, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you like it. But No, 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 uh, that's not true. That's not true. I, typ- I typically enjoy structural. I'm, like, I am a structural purist. I enjoy Tarantino, and that is in spite of my preference. I see. Yes. He that is the sense. outlier, and that's probably why when this comes up, I'm like, Okay, just just tell the story in order. Like, it's one of those things too. Uh, where that's it's where like, I'm coming from too. I wasn't. Yeah, yeah I I didn't mean to to like. Yeah, it's it's a little. I I need a little bit more of a protagonist. A little bit more of a maybe even a takeaway. That I, I think the lens is so wide on this that um the the message, which is a good message for our time, could be maybe arguably reduced to wash your fucking hands a little bit. I mean, it's more complex than that, but like, yeah, you know, at the sake of the science, very covering it very broadly and all the systemic kind of way that this would happen. uh, I think, I think, um, I'm, I'm left wondering a little bit what the actual meaning of the movie is, uh, and you know, how it appeals to really emotionally. Uh, I don't think I'm alone in that. I still think it's maybe, maybe a net good as a movie, but, um, I think I think one of the things, too, is that there's this line drawn between Paltrow's character, uh, uh, who, oh God, what's her name? Well, Paltrow uh, dies in like the first, you know, spoilers, like 10 minutes. She's patient zero. So we barely know her character other than that she right, cheats right. on her husband and he has to deal with it after watching her and her son die. Um and that's that's pretty much her character. That and she's a, in a successful business where she, the the uh, the person who really like stole the show, who plays the uh, the virologist who like is working on the vaccine. I yeah, I uh, have it's Marie, in front of it's me. It's It's Doctor Leona Orantes, right? No, no, uh, Cotillard is no, like barely in it too. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's um, halt. It's uh, what's her face? Um, apparently, she was in Fifty Shades movies a little bit. She was in. Um, sorry, that's terrible. First credit. I mean, arguably, to that is genuinely a bad um, way to put something. Uh, she she actually almost steals this movie because she has like the most. Uh, closest thing there is to uh, a through line character arc decisions are uh, I, I I don't know that's that's not true I guess uh, Fishburn uh, Fishburn is actually really good in this too but yeah um, I also like his like uh, I I also kind of enjoy his sort of like his like ethical take on it you know what I mean like I I think that like uh, Hextall that's what it is okay uh, hold on. Yeah, uh, Hextall. Yeah, uh, Jennifer L. Uh, Jennifer. Yeah, yeah. She has Jennifer a hard to remember Eel. how to say yeah. last name. That's, yeah, that's yeah, my yeah, excuse. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and she had a lot of TV before that. Um, yeah, she was real good. I was like, who is that? She was Carla Wilkes in Fifty Shades Freed. You're correct. I mean, I don't blame you for pulling from her stuff because, like. Yeah. I think it was like just one of the first things that came up or whatever because it's recent, you know. But uh, it, yeah, it, well, a lot of the yeah, actors just, worked yeah. for scale apparently or like close to free. I mean, there's just an amazing amount of talent 
and this for how little I think some of them have to do for me. I, again, I know this is sounding really negative. I like Fishburne's dilemma thing with his character as the head of the CDC where he's like, essentially he, he and this is a weird take on this, but again, like I'm not sure where this through line comes together thematically, but like uh, whether or not to trust like positions of authority, to trust the system that is in place is kind of one of the themes of this movie and Fishburne as the head of the CDC that leaks information and tells like his loved ones to get out of Chicago now before everybody else knows. And that comes up because of the conspiracy nut, the Jude Law character brings it up on TV, kind of undermines his authority. And then he also does this thing where he has like, Oh, is it a janitor friend who, um, you know, there's this classist yeah. message in there yeah. where like, of course, like in a crisis, like the people at the top of the ladder, are the ones that are going to get cared for first, which is like prescient that's happening. Um, but there's this weird thing where like he is, Hey doc, like I got this problem. He's like, Oh, well, I can't help you with that, but I'll refer you to somebody. And, um, later he comes back as, sorry, I know I'm rambling here on this point, but no, 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 uh, you're, you're fine. I, I, I think that like to your point, it's just this movie is I think that, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like it 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 wants to shock us. And so then it tries to create characters and then kills them off is the game. Right. Uh, no, I, I disagree with that. I think that applies to like one character. But with Fishburne, where I was going to that is it's weird that like his this this dude like to make up for the fact that he leaked information and kind of violated the public trust, he gives his own vaccine to this, um, you know, lower class worker first and then lies about his own vaccination status. And I'm like, how is this helping? Like it's, it's for me that, uh, that was one of the clumsier moments where I was just like, this isn't working for me on a, like a character level is that like, this is supposed to make up for that. But then it's also creating this other problem. Um, you know, where, especially in the environment we're in right now, looking back, like the problem of social distancing isn't really what this movie is about. Also because the virus is like, in order for it to be dramatic, much more deadly than like the current problem, uh, yeah. the coronavirus that we're dealing with uh, now. But like, if you're talking about Kate Winslet dying off, that is the moment where I was like, fuck, I like this movie because she just fucking died. And like, right. she's not the protagonist. Right. Sorry. The virus doesn't care. This is a real movie. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So the person, the person that was brave and tracked down to this, like track down the virus to its origin is the person that gets fucked. Like that's, yeah, this that's is exactly. Not yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's exactly the, that's exactly the fucking point is that like, outbreak just like won't let its three main characters die that's the whole point it's they have dumb. protagonist powers and they change the world and they're rugged individualists and it's you yeah, know yeah, it's yeah. a movie where the system yeah. is corrupt and the individuals working against the system are what save the day and it also like at the same time has this thing about sorry i know i'm rambling again uh but no, no, it's uh, fine it's fine the point that i think you're kind of accumulating to is that like the villain here is human nature. And that's like, it's more a story about when viruses win, it's because we defeated ourselves. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, and it's, I, I think that is still a stronger thematic statement for me than the movie makes. I no, just, I agree. I agree. Entirely. I don't think it, I don't, yeah. I don't think, it, I think it 
could say that a lot stronger than it does because Jude Law with his whole Forsythia thing, which I barely caught this, is a um, a fucking uh, homeopathic remedy. Right. It's not like Which the thing also, happening. How the fuck is 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 Gwyneth Paltrow in this movie? Sorry, it still blows my fucking mind. I was watching this and just watching it now. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like that was that was the whole experience. I was like, what's uh, well? What's happening? They had to use the uh, the head that they made for her autopsy scene that was from another movie that got canceled that didn't go through. But they had the head. So uh, my, that's my theory. <laughs> if if, if uh, you don't want to give her any credit whatsoever, but um, I don't know if that's very generous of me. But um, you know, because they, you know, they they autopsy her head, and as we were watching that, my doctor girlfriend was like, "What? Do they need to do that? I guess it, you know, encephalitis. I guess sure, but it's like it's unusually graphic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's 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 more. It's like sacro. The whole point is." All right, here's where the message is confused. And it's also, unfortunately, the moments in this movie that I like the most. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it creates a tab. It wants to, it can't decide. And this is classic Soderbergh, (laughs) where there's like forces in his movies where he can't decide a thing. And I think it works in certain movies like Logan Lucky. I think like the forces and message are much clearer than per se, like something like Haywire where like he doesn't particularly know the movie he wants to make. And I think, I think some of the things is like, I think there's like an issue with contagion that's, I think, fairly similar because contagion is the movie he made right before Haywire. Haywire famously was the movie that I, it was one of the few movies that I've ever walked out on. And I'll never forget because I walked out of that movie, went to the bathroom and somebody had a heart attack in the bathroom. And then sa- and I right. sat there for the re- remaining runtime of like the last 30 minutes of Haywire, which I maybe it changed in the last 30 minutes. I don't know. I don't think it did because literally I remember Andrew making us all go see that and us like taking away Andrew's movie decision privileges for like a year. Uh, <laughs> it was like the same thing. I just remember like standing there with the ambulance. It was like, this is a weird day. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's, and, and it's the same sort of thing where it's like contagion has these two effects where it wants to say that humanity is awesome but also terrible at the same fucking time and it, and it has all this elements of like Gwyneth Paltrow coming back and all this stuff where it's like you know it's like it, it, the well, whole point is like and I think that's the Gwyneth Paltrow and the Matt Damon thing is like the whole combined element here where it's like it's sad that she died and she was a person but she was also like being a person means that you might also be bad but he still loved her and all this other stuff that is the core like i I can't be the i can't be sure about people is the whole thing you have the bureaucrats that won't engage and do the right thing but then you also have maria cotillard who is so concerned about the villagers who trapped her at the end of the movie running back to tell them it's a placebo and possibly trapping herself again like that sense of humanity to help people and what a doctors are and what it means to like take the hippocratic oath and that sort of stuff and that it doesn't really dwell on anything to do with doctors but it's just that that like the yin yang the 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 whole purpose of this movie is to capture a tableau of the yin yang of humanity which is we're so good and so bad at the same fucking time and somehow sometimes in this the context of this movie i think it essentially ended up saying nothing <laughs> which is which is you know bad i wonder if, yeah i mean it 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 does that's a good way of putting it for me i was think of it being like 
kind of like the same tragedy of commons, like global warming, deforestation problem of like where, you know, it's individual versus the kind of the having the picture of the whole fucking human race in your mind and what a, you know, not uh, built for that task uh, thing that humanity is. And like that conflict between like, yeah, like the selfishness versus like the systems and how systems rely on everyone cooperating. Yeah, I don't I I, I don't know if that's like the reason it doesn't work. Is it that it's being because it, it, it seems like that would be a good conflict. Right. I feel like if you spent if you spent more time on that conflict, but it is so like. Also wrapped up in getting the science right at the same time, which is yeah, good that it does. Yeah, yeah. but good it has it does, to cover a lot. Um, yeah, I don't know. With like the um, yeah, there's like a bunch of stuff that happens, right? Where uh, the guy in one of the local labs decides to ignore the CDC, and you're like, oh, well, this guy's acting you know, on his own self interest. Maybe he wants to be the person that finds it, it or whatever. But he's the guy who gets the first. Um, uh, what does he get first? The, he, it's not the. No, sequence, it's it's but. like okay. So this happened in real life. There is a dude who we and I was talking to some anesthesiologists about it that we talked about this too who put a who is trying to treat a covid patient and put a nasal cannula up his nose stuck it out of a bag and taped a bag around his head that's not good that's not good because he could possibly because the the mechanism doesn't if it doesn't work or he gets stuffed or something that happens to that he might pass out in a room and thus force multiple other people to walk in and expose themselves to the covid patient there's there i mean there has been some things where people have done heroic things and it's just that it's just like there are smart and dumb things and it's by extension here you know the same sort of grinds my gears thing it's like the movie wants to the movie is obsessed with personal Heroism, and I think the final, and I think the truth of the matter is, and fighting any contagion, and this is not me, this is like some of the doctors I work with and are going through this right now, because I, I was been, I was at the hospital today shooting uh, our like Grand Rounds COVID videos, which we were shooting, we're sending out to multiple doctors to try to get all this stuff done. I don't, I don't understand the stuff they're talking about, so I don't, I'm not by any ways a source, but one of the things I will say is that like a lot of this, we win via organization. That's that's one yeah. of the things that I think is very inaccurate about this movie. Where like they, they tell them for good reason to destroy their samples. If the CDC is telling you destroy your samples, it's not for a dumb reason. Right. <laughs> like it, it's a little it, odd yeah. that then he becomes like a household name or name on the news overnight for like winning the thing. And that seems in support of like the very and this is where you could arguably favor outbreak gets it right. Arguably in favor of like the really problematic, like rugged individual American culture we have, where it's like, I'm going to do what I want. Like, there's no reason for me to like right, trust right. as much authority telling me on this level, controlling my daily life, that is like the opposite kind of mentality that we need to have in this. And that's what happens in Outbreak is you have this small picturesque American right, town right. and people in their pickups trying to break quarantine and they get killed by uh, choppers, you know, and it's got to be dramatic. But like, that's. That's merely the version, like, that's more the conflict. And Outbreak, you know, to be fair, also has the same problem where it then also rewards the individual Wait. who can, by himself, 
change everything. And the system actually is corrupt an outbreak, but uh, I'm not giving it too much credit. But uh, to, to be honest, yeah, too, different. the U.S. is actually very good at riot control, by the way. Like we have there are a lot of options before helicopter gunships shoot down. Like I'm just yeah. saying, OK, whatever. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're, they're going to put they're going to put a warning shot in your engine block. So you're on foot before anything happens. There so, are like, a I, lot of explosions in that movie. It, it was, it's, and, I, and I understand it's 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 thrilling <laughs> yeah it is also more fun to watch than this but that's not I, really what this one's going I, for i, I so. probably disagree i think that that is a well-edited film i'm not gonna t- ocean the guy that made oceans 11 can edit a goddamn film you know oh, what yeah. i mean oh, i think yeah. i think that's i think that's where like he keeps me is like what do you think about can, the camera tracking yeah. the fucking fomites the camera's on the uh, fomites the, the fomites are the star of the film <laughs> really they yeah, get more face time than anybody I mean, this it's 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 it. I think the problem is that the 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 camera attempts to depict the virus as a villain when the villain is humanity, and I think that we That's need like a, a course. Good yeah. take. I like that because yeah. yeah, the camera tracking. Yeah, these people believe in their. You know, it, it brings it home to you. It's a very it's very effective at, yeah. at making you understand what a fucking fomite is. And for the record, I looked this up because I was like, "Fuck, is the coronavirus this?" Because I feel like it's not this bad. And you know, people, you know, we are disinfecting and stuff right now. But like, uh, a quick glance for me again, not an authority at like the CDC website or whatever said like it's yes a concern, but not like it's thought to mainly spread from person to person, not on surfaces. Still survives on surfaces. We know that. Yeah, but like so this it, shit is insane in this movie. Like I mean, first, still probable, first, right? Yeah. But first, you got to consider uh, hospital spread environments versus regular environments. Yeah. It, sure. So technically, Corona is not a airborne thing. It's it's water particle airborne. Right. So when you sneeze, yeah. it causes the water particles to go airborne and then typically fall to the floor. So actually social distancing is much more effective against something like COVID, which is this is talking about like a long lived sur- surface thing. COVID is long lived too. COVID is expected to live on the surfaces like they talk about it being up to 24 hours. Realistically, it can be airborne for like three is like in certain things. So it is, it is definitely like three hours, three Depends hours, the humidity un- kind of thing. That's yeah. Three hours in uncirculated environments was the one thing I heard was, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure. And that, that was a WHO thing. And that's probably out of date at this point. So like, I don't want to, again, yeah. take nothing from the movie gang podcast no. as fucking, as fucking <laughs> medical knowledge. Just, can I just say that on the, record jesus i think uh, we're in the clear we're yeah we're good yeah i feel like i've covered i feel like we've covered our fucking bases here yeah uh peter andrews i think had a different vision uh, he's the cinematographer of this movie had a or at least it's sexier to track the virus and do it and that's the thing is like the cinematography and the purpose of this movie the writing are doing two different things and there is a mismatch at the structural basis of it because it's sexy to shoot all those fomites and surfaces <laughs> and freak everybody out. Cause that's, that's what they're doing. That's mm-hmm. what they're doing. They're shooting, they're going all over Tokyo and they got the guys touching everything and leaving all those fomites everywhere. And it's so like, Oh my God, which is, it, which is, I guess it's in its own way. This movie's structure is a horror movie to freak you out. And let me tell you, if, I'd say if, more thriller, but I have heard people say horror movie. I don't know. I if think I it's horror. I think it's, I think, I think it's a biological horror movie. 
Uh, and I think by extension, like I, 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 I just cannot recommend this enough right now. And it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, I feel about those poor people in their home, like home alone during COVID getting high and turning this on and just like losing it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like yeah. that's, that's what I, that's what I just like imagined. It's like some poor pothead out there that just like died because of this movie <laughs> during yeah, COVID. I guess with the way the camera tracks it. That yeah, that that's where the the strongest argument for it being horror is. I can see that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, I, I, uh, while we're talking about production, the uh, sorry, just random trivia. No, that no I go read ahead. About this, uh, the screenwriter Scott Z Burns um, commented, uh, you know, not to be explicitly political, but that uh, we were, you know, the the American government was better prepared at the time he was researching the movie than it has been currently. Um, also the, um, medical consultant has coronavirus. So <laughs> who consulted on the movie? So they've both been in the news. Um, yeah, that's, that's all I had there. I just wanted to throw that in there for shits and giggles. But, um, yeah, also two real moments is when, like you were saying, the bureaucrats hesitate and people do say, what about the economy? It's like a shopping day. It's a major shopping day. <laughs> Um, you know, and if yeah, concerns that are, you know, somewhat founded that people are going to panic and if they don't know about it, they can't panic. I think that's, I think Brian Cranston has aligned somewhat to that effect. He is also in this. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. <laughs> underused, baby. <laughs> Brian Cranston bit, right? had this run around the same time that he was doing Breaking Bad, but he was just in a bunch of movies and he was just severely underused in everything. Godzilla being definitely like the king of that, right? Oh, Godzilla's recent too. And God's God's he just gets disrupt fucking inspected in Godzilla. He just gets to like swoon over. It's like the most believable acting in that movie is him swooning <laughs> over his dead wife in the tunnel. I'm like, it's a bad scenario. And it's just like, but I, Brian Cranston sells it like the, the his like shake during the whole thing. I was like, get yeah, some good. Act. I always I always see that. I always see that movie. I was like, this is a terrible movie. But like, you know, he's he he's he he commits, bitch. Like, come on. <laughs> like, like that's it's something that like you need more of. It's like, you know, it's 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 like the Nicolas Cage effect. It's like he going nickel Nicolas Cage it up. But it's, you know, at least the asshole commits like that's better than most people. You know, I don't know what I'm fucking saying. <laughs> <laughs> that just, I just get, yeah, any, that anytime I just someone praises Brian Cranston, I'm just going to keep praising my head, no matter how many other people they have to insult to make it. To make it's it funny work. how we do. Yeah, it's like one of those things where we're like, he's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I guess this is my question to you too. We talked a lot about Outbreak as well. This is almost like a mini review of Outbreak as well. <laughs> and and I, I raised that concern before we started because I was like, I also watched Outbreak recently. I have thoughts I never expressed on it. I'm going to have thoughts. I'm going to compare them. Sorry. But uh, yeah. What, uh, what's your question to me? My, my question is like, what is the best quote unquote pandemic movie? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man question for the questions of our time um of the two of them i you know i i kind of want to rewatch this oh, one let me let me list a couple because i got a, i got right. an article here on vulture Ugh, i know you were also thinking about doing pandemic which has that's the one with like alfie allen that was made the same year yeah. as this one? well there's also there's also an indian movie called virus that was made 
last year. Mm. Um, Cassandra's the Cassandra crossing, the flu contagion outbreak infection, the Bay deranged carriers, the last days, uh, Pontypool panic in the streets. The zombies are coming technically 28 days later. Uh, no, uh, sorry. That's a zombie movie. Zombie yeah, movies 20- can't count. I guess they could. Yeah, they're contagion movies. I, it's, it's, okay, yeah. Dawn of the Dead, it stains the sands red, rabid, trains to Busan, World War Z, I Am Legend, Cargo, Here Alone, It Comes at Night, Last Man on Earth, The Night Eats the World, The Omega Man, Resident Evil franchise. I mean, okay, what are yeah, you I'm doing? Done. Have you seen all these? Because I haven't done. seen all these. I can't seen, tell you what the best I've, pandemic I've, is. I have seen Outbreak and Contagion and Pandemic. Those yeah. are the three. How's Pandemic? Ah, uh, bad. Uh, uh, definitely yeah. the worst of the three. How, um, uh, l- let me ask you this then. Why do you think Contagion is the one everybody's talking about? I mean, because have- Contagion is Steven Soderbergh. The writing is above average. And, uh, Pend, uh, Outbreak is the uh, Outbreak. Uh, for, for me, it's Outbreak or Contagion. Contagion is so much more honest to like we uh, we're giving a little lot of shit right now but damn if the science isn't very honest do you know what i mean and that's something that we should fucking appreciate it is something that i don't think we give it credit we don't give it fucking points for being honest and sciencey but it is sciencey the virus is jacked up to create the mass the worst possible situation both highly contagious and highly deadly but but ultimately the situation is not impossible Yes, that's the other thing, too. Like like her her science data, like it's a four. There are diseases that are more contagious than the one that is actually in the fucking movie. Right. It's just also the the only thing that's really unrealistic is like the rapidity of how quick it kills people that. And that's like and that's and also the fact that if it killed people that fast, it would actually limit its own growth capacity. Yeah, that's which like is, probably the biggest criticism you can make against the science. Right. It's, it's, it's like uh, it's it's one of those things where it's like it, pr- it probably doesn't spread. I think Dustin Hoffman literally says that in Outbreak. Oh, it's killing people really quickly. Good. That means we know where it is. So, yeah, there is. Well, and it's also Outbreak is aged poorly, but also like has its heart in the right place. So I think the nice thing about Contagion and Outbreak that I come back to and I'm not going to get into pandemic. I'm not going to talk about it. I don't I don't care to talk about it. We got the two I want to talk about here. Uh, And also you've seen those two. Both their hearts are in the right place. It's just the presentation for Outbreak is very like sex in Hollywood. Do you know what I mean? And this is and that both are sex in Hollywood. But Contagion is like goes out of Contagion is interstellar in a way. I don't know. I don't think anybody's like hooking up at the end of Contagion like Dustin Hoffman and his ex-wife are at the end of Outbreak. <laughs> yeah, but it's just it's still an exaggeration in like how dangerous the virus is. But it's the, the movie attempts to go out of its way to be a movie about Contagion more so than actually being sex in Hollywood. Do you know what I mean? I don't know if I'd agree that Outbreak has its heart in the right place. I don't know where yeah, its I heart think it's, is. I think <laughs> that's why. I think this the the core the, the key difference is I don't know what I want these movies to be. Yeah, uh, I'm never going to be a fan of any of these movies. Is well, the bottom line, whether or not you think it's funner to watch, Outbreak is definitely the kind of movie you watch where you want to see like. I don't know. You want to see the happy ending and you want to like have a good time and just, uh, you know, you don't need to be yeah. realistic. Pandemic yeah. is more the type of thing where you're like, oh, these people are in a much it's it's like what I'm going through, but worse. <laughs> How much worse could it be? <laughs> yeah. I, and I think 
Is that a positive or negative? Uh, I, I just, it's, it depends what you're looking for. I would rather watch Pandemic or um, Contagion again than Outbreak, but that's just me. I don't know. I I, I pro I uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think I think. I think that I enjoy neither of these movies. Yeah, I don't. I don't particularly <laughs> I enjoy either of them. Yeah, I'd rate I, them about we're, the same. We're probably. talking. I, we're, we're, I feel like the problem is when you code. I, I'm much happier to codify. Uh, I'm much happier to codify this as like a realistic horror movie because that puts it into a genre. If we put these into their own existing genres, they're dumb movies. <laughs> <laughs> this is a dumb genre if it is a genre, which it's not. Realistic uh, horror movie. Yeah, well, not realistic. Well, realistic horror movie. There's like, a, you know, there's there's like there's some stuff to it where like, you know, technically Silence of the Lambs is a realistic horror movie. Yeah, but it's more thriller, I thought. See, I think a realistic yeah, horror movie is yeah. a thriller. So I, I don't know. I'm not. A well, thrill, thriller is like and I guess it is a thriller because it's it's there's still like there's dramatic stakes and all this other stuff, too. It has Whereas the thriller just, music where it's like dun, 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 <laughs> dun. It's it's movies like Interstellar that are so concerned with the science. The reason I bring up Interstellar is also concerned with the science to the extent at the cost of storytelling. I also thought of Interstellar, and I yeah. think as a, again mixed bag as Interstellar is, yeah, I which get is the message of that movie more than I do this one. Yeah, and I, I, he's just a way better writer than <laughs> Steven Soderbergh. Hey, it's a, a it's a well, Soderbergh's not the writer; he's the director. But it is right, a right. hard. It's not written by him. It is. It is. Yeah, it, it's a hard stand standard for anyone for anyone to pass. And I don't know. It it has its flaws too. But yeah. oh yeah, it's not even his best movie by a stretch. But I'm just saying, like the point is highly identifiable. Matt at the Damon's end of Interstellar. breakdown in and partly might have worked because I didn't know Matt Damon was in the movie, and he turns out to be just this coward. <laughs> in Interstellar, to be clear, uh, his yeah. his breakdown scene in that where all the the theme of like self sacrifice versus humanity comes to like the fore is more effective for me than like any similar character beat in this movie. Cause I don't know if that that's what yeah. this movie is about. I think maybe for me, no, I, it, I, maybe I think be. that, I, that I think that interstellar and contagion same share the same fucking concept. Yeah. It's about humanity versus our worst nature, our better versus worse nature and us deciding to choose. And at the end of the movie, we just, you know, which Matt Damon is the representation of choosing ill, destroying the mission, risking humanity's chances, even though he knows it's a zero sum game. He's the guy that came up with the mission and knew it was a zero sum game mm-hmm. and then still couldn't follow through with it at the end. Right. right. That is such a better full around right. metaphor for the whole fucking thing. And it, and it completes on it. And then Cooper comes in and sacrifices him knowing that he's still even hurting her and all this other stuff. It's just, <laughs> and the thing that his character wants more than anything is to go home and not be alone anymore, which is also like relevant right now. I think that's the biggest thing for people that want to watch this for us, those of us that want to watch this and like have a cathartic sense of our situation now missing from this movie is there's no like moral judgment being passed about. I mean, social distancing isn't important as important. It is there uh, for sure. And with like the teenagers, <laughs> Another another antagonist, teenage hormones in this in this movie. Um, My God, 
Yeah. Um, I, I, it, it, there, it was particularly it particularly viciously hates teenagers in their sex lives. Uh, like, I was like, I, I was right? like, I was like, like, like why, why are you picking a fight here? Like, what's happening? You didn't need to judge these people. Sorry. Well, I did. No, I mean, like, no, you're supposed the, the filmmaker wants. Yeah, yeah, you're and supposed like, to. It's yeah. that weird thing where yeah. I'm like, oh, the fucking guy just wants to get laid, and he's just like willing for anything. And then at the end, it was like, well, you know what? Good for them. They finally got to have their prom night. I'm happy for them. I wish I didn't have to hate them earlier. Yeah, it doesn't. Know, like, it yeah. doesn't show the situation where the doctor had to go into the hospital, got sick, and died. You, you know, like that's actually kind of does. Well, that's K one's lit more or less. Yeah, yeah. yeah it doesn't. It just also. Show, I don't know. It's definitely. It's definitely a point in the humanity is idiots column because we think with our dicks. And I was just like, I'm like, I'm like, come on. Like that was that was one. <laughs> that was the one where I was like, come on. You know, whatever. Yeah, it's most painful. And, one and it's, sure. it's, it's it, the movie's like keeping score on like good because it, it pat i think that's i think that's the other thing too the movie <laughs> is so judgy <laughs> that's like that's maybe like the issue is it's like the movie is so judgy about humanity and everything else where it's like you know interstellar has this like absolution to it that i think is important to getting the sense of what this movie's about and there's no there's no forgiveness in this movie and it's kind of like the ocean movies they're well edited and don't really particularly have a point he i think he fails and misses the point and that's fine it's fine it's still a very well edited contagion movie and if you're at home and you want to be freaked out during covid watch this any other context, you should not be watching this during COVID. That's just not what you should do right now. Because uh, I just don't see any reason for people to be afraid in their homes. You should fucking stay home. And if you're, if you're, if you have like a, like a, like a, I guess it's like something like you have like a spouse who's like refusing to not go to stores or something, which is like, you know, Katie's dad is like, uh, he's finding reasons to like go out and go to stores and shit all the time. So it's like, this is like what you show him. He's like, yeah, watch Pandemic. No, fucking. <laughs> I confuse all these movies titles. Holy shit. Well, I mean, it's all the same shit, but like, if fuck. It's, if it's judgy, I mean, I, you know, judgment, I, I, I'm in favor of judging people for uh, violating social distancing for sure. No, I did too. I got yelled at in a fucking Whole Foods today. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, he was in the right and I backed up and he, but like, I think the thing was, Oh, like, it was just he, like the six feet thing. I've only had one of those awkward yeah. interactions for it. That's the thing. I haven't well, been grocery shopping in three weeks. So like, I don't know. I, I yeah. Um, I've been avoiding that. I, to be honest, but, I go in on Wednesday for grand rounds at Duke and I've been to the hospital. Actually, that's a terrible thing to say. It's like I go to the hospital and then immediately go to the fucking grocery store. <laughs> Hey, as long as you do take a take a nice hot shower first, right? Or like sanitize. I don't. Your hands. I just I I I think about getting all my contamination in, at once and just coming home <laughs> and taking a hot shower, which is just which is just protecting yourself and not everybody else. Yeah, no, yeah. it's just awful to think that my thought process. And I, no, I'm I'm like re, I'm like genuinely reevaluating my thought process here. as you speak. Yeah, I can. Tell. Yeah, because I'm like I'm like hit by the fact that that's like that's so fucking dumb. Yeah, I mean, it's been hard for all of us where there's like, yeah, there's definitely, you know, we went, there's the mentality before shit got as serious as, as it is now. We're like, we're like, we need to go and get supplies now so we can do home projects while we're quarantined. It's like, should we not have done that? I don't know, because we interacted more with people at Home Depot than we needed to, you know? Dude, Lowe's delivers. Yeah. Which is off. Well, there you go. They Lowe's, deliver like, the non-official they deliver like uh, hardware DIY 
sponsor of yeah. the movie gang podcast they deliver. Yeah. yeah. I bought a lot of Gundam models. <laughs> from Lowe's? No, oh, not just from the, fuck D- me, dude. D- no, I, yeah, I got it. Sorry. No, no, no models. There. It actually pisses me off. Michaels and Hobby Lobby don't like carry proper Gundam models anymore, which was the shit when I was a kid, right? And mm. now like they're just like no care anime products and i'm like fuck you it's mainstream now everywhere else that's yeah a, that's an odd yeah well it's also mainstream change. and you could very easily get it offline and it, it's true too because they only carry hd models and i would i'm, I'm a master grade elitist now model maker thank mm-hmm. you yeah i've Sorry. seen i've seen the evidence that's yeah, yeah 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 it's like over here it's behind my head yeah you can see it did you catch it can oh sorry yeah go ahead, go ahead. you're you look like you're on the Golden Gate Bridge. Um, <laughs> I have one last thing. Did you catch that the company that Gwyneth Paltrow works for is the one that is clearing the rainforest or whatever at the end for farmland, which is where the bat feast, pet whatever gets to the pig, which gets to the human. I thought there was a, like an odd little piece of commentary there that was like, yeah, uh, I didn't engage. Could have been uh, bigger because like as we push more into like that's that's another thing that's coming as we push more into like uh, more wildlife areas and breed exotic animals. That's that's part of the reason a lot of supposedly comes out of China. Um, that that like is going to happen more and more often. So that was like potentially another moral judgment thing of the company she worked for. But no, it's know. also it's I, I like I don't mean to be kind of a dick here, but like, um, fuck me. Um, you can take the piss out of that theory if you want to. I, I don't know. No, it's just it's just it's too it's too it's not that there's I, I don't I don't think I take away that this movie is morally wrong in any way or judgy and it's not wrong to be judgy about the human race. I just think the overall issue here for me is that it's too much. It's too much. <laughs> it's too much and too mixed up. It is yeah. a gumbo of too many things and so it loses its point and that's the Bottom line. The biggest indicator of that for me, and I'm sorry, I know we're trying to wrap up. No, no, I'm not trying to wrap up. It. I'm good. I, I, I but, will uh, shoot the shit with you forever. <laughs> I do not care. I, I, I properly pooped before this episode. As did I. Um, I think the the uh, the biggest illustration of that point that it's like mixed up and doesn't pull those two things together is that Jude Law's character looks really kind of sympathetic at first and then turns out to be just another Alex Jones type. And like, it seems like the movie wants you to think that he's real, like the real shit for a minute. That's how much it makes you. I I don't know. It seems just kind of unconnected from the rest of what's happening to the point where when Lawrence Fishburne has to like when he says what he's spreading is far more dangerous than the virus or whatever it feels like he had to say that line really specifically in order to tie those two parts in the movie together like that line had to be there to make it work which is like you know a little clunkier and just doesn't yeah i think i think that's the biggest point for that for me yeah yeah it's good i mean i still had fun watching it's still okay and it's still very I, i think there is a bit of catharsis to it um yeah but maybe mileage will vary and i think not, i think not quite enough maybe cath- for how much catharsis it is is a good way to look at it um well not like not not in the, like the story structure <laughs> mindset there's not catharsis really um but just in watching people go through like the worst possible scenario instead of the one <laughs> we're in <laughs> yeah and humanity kind of perseveres you know I guess uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm I, I think to that's what I want to take away right now. I, I kind of want to 
suggests that it would be better to watch Interstellar, which is not a movie yeah. I particularly like, actually. <laughs> but it's just like I'm just a pre- I, I, if anything, hey, we both watched there. It wasn't just you. I, yeah, I, it I wasn't just me. Too. Yeah, yeah. It would, but it was like I think it was one of those things where it's like the point of this movie and humanity is expressed. A lot better in Interstellar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just a that's just a really weird thing to think, right? Like <laughs> I'm just sort of like, yeah, that that random space movie. That's way better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but I don't pre- I don't give that Especially the one that was criticized for being too clinical. I mean, that's yeah. got like a similar comparison or similar criticism. I mean, I think yeah. A bit, but it actually, ironically, has a fairly high Rotten Tomatoes score. Interestingly yeah. enough, yeah. I mean, I could see it. Yeah, six point seven on on IMDb too. So, I, I get so that. I guess we've gotten to the point where we have to give it a number. Do yeah, think? do you want me to go first or you? I don't know. I I haven't rethought it recently. I I've, I've been thinking too much about what I would also give Outbreak, and that really threw me off. Um, I, I I will say, but this Outbreak movie, is an action movie, so that's, yeah, that's a th- good point. This is they're very very different. Uh, I would I disagree with you. I'd rather rewatch Outbreak, excepting that I don't want to rewatch either of these movies. Yeah. <laughs> so it's one of those things. I'll go rewatch Interstellar, which also I didn't think I wanted to rewatch until I watched this movie. I I think I think Inter- I think the I think the sense of completion. I think the Interstellar is a complete whole, and I think that's the difference. I don't think Contagion is a complete whole movie. I think it's miss. It's well edited, well put together, well structured, and it's really effectively freaky. And I think that the sense of humanity as heroes and like our better nature. And I and, and I'm I liked Marie Cotillard running back towards the village. That was that good, was good. Man. Yeah, I that liked was that good. moment that, too. That that got me. And I, and that's the thing. It's like the movie was effective enough to nail me with that one. I'm like I'm just like oh fuck me. <laughs> Like it's just it's it, it's as soon so as he tells her yeah. it's a vac it's a placebo I'm like oh she's going back she's going back she's she's going back and it's, you know it's it's still fulfilling when she goes back she just runs out of the airport yeah it's yeah. like the uh, last minute airport scene in this movie if the virus is a I, I I don't know what I'm doing it's just you know last minute airport scenes I'm there for those I guess that's what I'm saying Why not? um six point five how does that sound. Yeah, same. I love it. That's a that's a great that's a great non-answer score. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I don't want to say that too. It, it's it's doable. It you could totally deserve a seven, but like it's just. Ugh. I need someone to argue it me yeah. into it and rewatch it for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I have no not. I have no like problem with the fact that it's popular right now and the thing everybody's. Oh, like, it totally deserves it. It totally deserves. Popularity it still makes right sense now. that it's the one for the respect it gives to the science and like the you know the sociological storytelling. I guess we'll call it. I don't know where it's more about like the systems and the way we interact with them. So yeah, yeah. What's your number? What's your score? Uh, six point five. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You agree? I okay, just said that. Cool. Yeah. So and it also makes math me. super cool. easy, yeah. which I'm super into. Honestly, honestly, I don't know what to score these movies. Because God help me, if you had to make me score Pandemic or Outbreak, I'd be done. Why well, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's go ahead and say. Uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of like something pithy to end this cast on because it's kind of one of those things where it's like 
I don't I don't know where to go with it, to be honest, too, because like this, this movie is a bit of a nothing burger. And it's one of those things where it's like it's a really effective, trippy movie to freak you out about like social distancing. How about that? Except it's not as much about social distancing as like, again, if it was more about that, I think it would be more interesting right now because ironically, there's not been a shitload of riots right now, too. Like, I, I gotta I gotta give us a hand too. like, you know, this movie thinks humanity is way worse than it actually and it is. misses the connection to where shit gets that bad. Like all of a sudden, Matt Damon leaves his house and civilization, as we know, it has crumbled. Like, right. The timeline like, is so fast. Oh, man. Like, yeah. We don't and, really and have any time to wrestle with whether people are, you know, yeah. actually good or not. <laughs> it just yeah, kind of it, it doesn't happens. actually work. And I think that's I think. I think that's, in a, that's a problematic place to fail in a movie that is otherwise very accurate. You know what I mean? Like well, sometimes the, the thing that it does get right is the class system the, and, and the fact that aside from people panicking and just being bad, that resources are being distributed unequally. That is very real. That is what's happening. And, you know, t- t- there's a lot going on to try and and tip the scale and make that better. And that's where like all the hopeful story is right now and the cool stuff that's happening. So they they also simplify what would happen to describe what happens in the healthcare system. It's a very simplified us, them, you live, you die when it is far more complicated to get to that. And I appreciate that and understand that. I think, I think it's not unrealistic. Like that's, that's how healthcare works. And it's kind of a negative side to it. Like that's cool. But like it, it, it's more complicated than that about how like. Well, bringing that up, actually, as far as the depiction of the healthcare system, this movie mostly takes place in the U.S. for a movie about a pandemic. It's our, another strike. Arc yeah, they were talking. Well, it's it. also it's also weird that this is like talking about 12 million people die in the U.S. and 28 million die worldwide. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, that would be that would that would be that would be so destructive to the United States just like that. We lose such a chunk of population and the worldwide doesn't. uh, mm. (laughs) Sorry, it's not the same. It's not the same as this movie, but we do have more confirmed cases than everybody else. So that. Oh, but it's also because of our ability to confirm them. Like Mexico City is not doing social distancing. Oh, People are that. going across the border. Like they have no idea. They they talked about like Mexico being a new Italy. They just don't know. Like that's mm. it, it. It's it's. I, I'm not sure. I like. I I am highly suspicious of a lot of countries that are like, you know, they have no ability to test for it and 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 are not practicing the same way that we are. Like. Like Don't and like, we were slow to do it. Yeah. Like give give credit where credit's due. Some companies were really quick about it and were highly effective. Usual suspects. Anyways, <laughs> stay home. <laughs> Cook some dinners. I've been wash eating. your fucking hands. I still think yeah, that is yeah. the strongest point of this movie. Is at the end you see the butchers who slaughters the pig shake hands with Gwyneth Paltrow without washing his hand, and it's yeah. like oh, soap was the hero all along. Right, right. Well, you know? no, it's it's you know it, it it points out that the smallest thi- the, the smallest elements 
are really the ability. Like if that man had washed his hands, 28 million people would be alive. Like that's, that's literally the movie's point. Like it, it it drives home like the small shit that we do. And also I love that scene where it's like, like, uh, like before, right before she gets sick and nearly dies, like when, uh, not Gwyneth Paltrow, Kate Winslet character Mm -hmm. is like talking on the phone, not on speakerphone, putting the phone to her face for like two minutes, which I think is the movie is like vaguely suggesting kills her. Wait, were you saying like before she knows she has it before she feels yeah. ill? She's talking yeah. on the phone with the phone to her face. She's talking on the phone with the phone to her face. Uh, and she, and she even had that speakerphone line. Yeah. I totally didn't think about that. Yeah. It's, it's the movie is fairly subtle and well edited. I mean, I'm, there is better, there is better film craft on display here than storytelling. It's the opposite of suicide. No, well, the suicide squad's both bad at both ends. So yeah, that's just a bad snake at both ends. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. Yeah. You, you invoke, you invoked the dread name of worst editing of all time. That's has no place next to Soderbergh. Yeah. I hate that too. Cause that movie did so much better than birds of prey. Birds of prey is so infinitely better. I know. Right. I, I didn't see birds of prey, but I, I mean, I infinitely believe it. I, what? I, I would see it. Okay. No, I don't know someone who's interested in seeing it and I don't have enough interest in myself to motivate myself to go see it. <sighs> I would fucking watch birds of prey with you on a Sunday. Like, Anytime. Oh no, I, I agree too. I just it's it's one of those I don't know if it's like a female supermero thing. I I I, I oh, really don't yeah. know how to do. I'm not Sexism I'm not putting the that box on you. I'm not, No, I'm not you're not the person putting it out there. I've I've seen that. Like uh, that's definitely you know. It, it's not. I just it's one of those things too where it's like I I didn't. It just sounds pervy actually when I say it. <laughs> I like it's one of those things where it's like I'm not gonna go online and talk about how I love that Black Widow movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> like because it's well, like I just like. What do you mean? Like, I don't know. Actually, I haven't seen the Black Widow movie. So. Well, it's not out because they delayed it smartly, smartly, mm-hmm. intelligently. Mm. <laughs> For the Movie Gang podcast, this has been Trevor Flynn. Goodbye. I really like doing that. I like being like, this has been Trevor Flynn. Don't, do you ever do that? Hey, this has well, been Trevor Flynn. I, I, I don't ever do it, but I can see why you would want to. I've been your host, Jack Newman. <laughs> It's not really a host. It's not what it's just me and Trevor. <laughs> I don't know. I have I have rank over you. It's what I'm gonna put out there. It's like I'm an admiral. You're rear admiral. Uh, You're my like, rear admiral. Hey, That's weird. Co co-managers. <laughs> yeah, he's a co-host on Zoom. That's Sorry, what he is. I've been watching a lot of office lately. <laughs> Again, one last time. Thank you for watch- listening to the Movie Gang podcast and all the other Tuscan Shed Media Network content. If you want to head on over to TuskenShed.com, you can find a mirror number of our other podcasts, including Animania. Uh, it's going to come out. Uh, I think it's going to come out. Well, this will come out after this. Last week, it's going to be. I think we're going to be releasing around the same time as this one. Our uh, uh, our look for it, our uh, wrap up episode for the winter. A lot of delayed shows, so it's going to be very interesting to see what we're going to be doing in the spring. We're going to check that out. Come back to see about that. Also, we just had a rebirth. Uh, Trevor and me both are uh, featured in the new pen and paper pod series, uh, Pandemic and Water the Waterdeep Pandemic. You can go check that out on YouTube. We're going to be streaming those live, and we'll be posting them to our 
our feed as well. So go ahead and check those out. Uh, yeah, it's it's looking good. We're, we're doing some D&D. I really enjoy it. I really hope to suck these people into a longer D&D game eventually if they got the time. Uh, but for right now, we're going to be doing a one shot for pandemic because it's COVID related. Everything COVID related this week. <laughs> That's what it is. Uh, yeah. So check those out. And uh, yeah, one last time. Remember when here at the Movie Gang Podcast and the Tuscan Shed, the Tuscan Shed Media Network by extension. Thanks for listening. <coughs> First line of this movie. It's a cough. That should be the last line of our podcast.